Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcast Network. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast. Steve, how are you doing this week? Uh, it's been a week, I tell you that. Definitely feels like a week. It's been a week, but you know what today is? Today is Friday. Today is Friday the 13th. <laughs> Spooky. Do you have any uh, favorite movies that you like? Uh, yeah, but none of them Friday the 13th related. I mean, Really? You didn't like those? I'm not a big horror fan, personally. Um, give me Top Gun and Ghostbusters 2, and I'm set for the rest <laughs> of my life. I actually have a Top Gun flight suit costume upstairs right what? now. What? Yeah. I yeah. like the Ghostbusters 2 shout out. Oh, Ghostbusters is amazing. I always liked um, Psycho, the 1960, the original. Ree, ree, oh, the <laughs> ree, ree. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. But we are not talking horror movies. No, today. no, we are not. Horror stories. Maybe, but <laughs> I mean, even though it too, by the way, was super long, three hours. So if was anyone it Bill wanted, Hader in that? Uh, yeah, if, uh, actually, he may have been uh, maybe the best uh, part of it. But anyways. Oh, um, we are going to be talking a whole lot of WWE, of course. Of course. We got a whole bunch of crap going on, so I figure we should start with Clash of Champions. The this, Clash. The Clash. It's the Clash. This, oh. uh, <laughs> this pay-per-view kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, it did, but it didn't. It just seems like in the last couple of weeks they've been kind of like scrambling. Oh, we got to put this match out. This yeah, match it out. feels okay. like um, a lot... Um, you know, there was five weeks. Uh, SummerSlam, I believe, was August 11th. Yeah. So it's been a while, but it, it just has. feels like other crap was going on. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we have Clash of Champions. Let's throw a bunch oh, of title yeah. matches on there. So, And, you know, let's not forget that AEW stole a little bit of thunder as well from a little bit. I like to use the word thunder. With ha, the... ha, 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 Thursdays. So I figure we will start with... AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander, yeah, U.S. title. What do you think yeah. of this one? I like it. I'm excited for the matchup. Um, I would like to see Cedric go over and, and take the title and maybe have a first uh, run with the title. In, in Are the you main. picking Cedric? No, no. I'm actually picking AJ. I'm saying I would like to see Cedric run, but I can see them keeping it on AJ because he's just the best, you know, one of the best workers they got right now. Yeah, I'm all for uh, Cedric getting more attention and all Absolutely. this, the spotlight, of course, Madison Square Garden, Stone Cold, the beer, all that stuff in the main event. But this does feel a little bit like the standard challenger pins champion, champion pins challenger on pay-per-view. Right, yeah. So that's the only part that kind of gets us down a little bit is it just kind of feels like, yeah, AJ needed to defend against someone. If you remember two weeks ago, he literally just randomly attacked Cedric before, I think it was his match against Baron Corbin. And yeah. then he just attacked him. And oh, yeah, away. yeah. And knocked OC. him out of the king of the ring, basically. And it's just like, oh, okay. So I guess they just needed a challenger. So I mean, you know how it goes. You got you to gotta defend the title. So Cedric seems to have some momentum. He's got Paul Heyman behind him. So he seems an optimal choice, you know, in that spot. Yeah, so did Ricochet. And uh, oh. how's that doing? So anyways, hey, um, no, Alexa hey. Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Mandy Rose. And Sonya Deville, this again feels like the previous where, hey, we needed some challenges. Yeah, yeah, it did, because there wasn't a whole, I mean, I'm not the biggest SmackDown watcher. I did actually watch this last week, but um, I kind of like the go-home shows. But yeah, like, it it just didn't seem like there was much behind it. There wasn't much of a build. It's just like, here you go. Yeah, there was a little bit of an uproar over Mandy Rose's promo. I don't know if you remember it, where she said she's hot and Nikki Cross is ugly. And yeah, people I was thought, watching oh, that. That was back to Mean Girls type. Yeah, story I lines. actually fast forwarded through a majority of that once she started doing the whole 
I don't blame you. The promo, yeah, the promo, you know, wasn't that good. But this day and age, that's that's not necessary. You know, it isn't. It's 2019. They just main evented Mania. You could do the whole local listings. Yeah, you could just say all the revolution, all that stuff. But I didn't have a problem with it because that's Mandy Rose. She comes out with the entrance and the slow motion, and the she's the hot blonde. So for her, it made sense. I guess, yeah, but I think there's better ways that she could have played it up. You know, I think there's better ways of phrasing it, be it a, a choice of words or actions or something else. Just coming right out and saying, you're ugly. You're you're da-da-da. Look at this. You she, look she, like a rat. Blah, you should blah, call blah. her a rat yeah. <laughs> from and, the sewer or something. Yeah, I mean, she's not wrong. But Whoa! I, <laughs> I mean, Whoa! When, when you look at them side by side like that and you mention wow. that, she kind of, I mean, hey, some people have rat-like qualities. I myself <laughs> Probably look like some type of grizzly bear. I mean, I've been called a rat, but not for my looks. But anyways, so the Nikki Cross thing. Snitches get stitches. Right. I will say that uh, Nikki Cross ended up just beating her. So it was the heel making fun of the face, and the face just came and beat her. Yeah, just took her right out. Wait, are they face now? I mean, I guess. (laughs) We got to cheer someone in this match. The big show's like, I can't Uh, even keep track (laughs) Even the big show is like. Yep. By the way, he's filming a Netflix show. I saw that. Now, is that legit show or is this that's like a show, a stage yeah. reality? No, that's like uh, crap. No, it's not reality. They're actors on a. It's a sitcom. I think it's like. Oh, so it's full on sitcom. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a comedy. I think it's like a daughter moves in with the two daughters already there and the wife. So I'm wondering, yeah. is this daughter from a previous thing or? Ah. I don't know how it explained in the synopsis. It made no sense to me. A daughter moves in with the other two daughters and the mom. So. Is Big Show good at acting? Um, I don't know. He's been in a few movies. I can't remember. Was he in Psych or not? I know John Cena was a bunch. He's done some stuff. Did I you know. ever watch Psych? I did not. Oh my God. That show was amazing. They throw so much wrestling trivia in there. Wasn't there a Psych movie? Yes, I have that on the DVR right now. Oh. Uh, it was funny, though, because there was one point where they're watching the Rumble, right? And, like, they didn't say what year it was, and we watched it way after the show ended. So, uh, Netflix, we binge-watched it. So, we're sitting there watching this particular episode where they're wa- it's a Royal Rumble episode. They get totally into it. And my wife asks me, she goes, so what Rumble are they watching on TV? And I took one look at it, five seconds maybe, and I'm like, 2008, John Cena won it. She was like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm Madison like, "Well, Square Garden. I was like, "Well, look at that. That was the set that they used, and I'll bet you right now, yep, there he is, John Cena." <laughs> nice. I I yep. do that sometimes too, and a lot of times I'll like point out the date, the city, the arena name, and like the event, and it's just like you can't remember yesterday, and yet you just name the twenty year old event. Exactly. Right. Like, well, that's just how I it goes. I can remember intimate details from my childhood, but I forget a four digit number walking from one place at work to the other. Yeah, or you'll sit there at the time machine and be like, uh, uh, Well, actually, my... those numbers I got memorized pretty well. <laughs> yeah. It got me out of a couple of tickets having my license number memorized. Ooh. Oh, right. yeah. We will move on from that then. Um, so you're ticking uh, Bliss and Cross, I assume? Uh, it just seems like that'd be the way to go. I mean, why take it off them? It's just going to lend more, you know... It's not a real title story, you know. I mean, yeah, I agree we need with that. to have a long-standing champion for a little while here. Yeah, and if uh, the single titles seem to be wrapped up right now, then Bliss and Nikki Cross can obviously stay in the tag division. Absolutely, and they have the potential to make it an interesting division if they, if given the chance. 
Oh, yeah, they have plenty of opportunities. It's just, you know, actually doing it. Right. So up next, I don't know if it's the only non-title match. I could be wrong about it, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan, no DQ. That was just, like, just added to the fact that there was no disqualification. Yeah, I think that's because they've been, uh, you know, the brawling. That's just like, oh, we can't contain them. Yeah, they're so, pretty angry, aren't they? They are pretty angry. Um do you have any little predictions on this, or is the whole mystery story attacker thing over with? Uh, it, it's not. It should be over with because it went pretty much nowhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm not invested in this match. I mean, it, it. It's nice to have some closure to a story that I haven't been following <laughs> because no. it's so disjointed. You know, what was with the the the, the lookalike dude? I mean, where did he go? That was never mentioned again. And what's Brian's role in this whole thing? And then and... the next week they did show Rowan anyways. And yeah, all right. So here's here's where I'm gonna go with this. First all right. of all, Rowan came out on SmackDown for his big promo explaining it all. Yeah. Zero crowd to new reaction. Music. Yeah. New music, didn't care for that. Nope. I really like the old music a lot better. Yeah, the new one I didn't like. Um no crowd reaction. Madison Square Garden already pretty much made up their mind on that. Yeah. Um, I in assume the garden too. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's like if you're gonna do something and then get nothing. So right. Um, like it's okay to fail, but when you fail in the garden, that's like double. Uh, <laughs> I think that's like almost the decider. <laughs> Vince always says like if you can't do it in you know, yeah, the garden, that's right. It's like it ain't gonna work. Did you ever anywhere. hear the Roddy Piper story? Uh oh. Um, apparently Piper was brought into WWF at the time, and I think he was making his debut in the garden and I I think it was classy Freddie Blassie put rolled up pieces of paper in his bagpipes so his whole gimmick in AWA and wherever else he was is he comes out and he's playing the bagpipes right. because a lot of people hate bagpipe music and Roddy Piper was just doing everything he could to get under the skin of the whole crowd that was what he was great at so um this was told from Roddy Piper. Apparently, Classy Freddie Blassie stuffed his bagpipe pipes with paper so he and didn't tell anybody about it and must have hit it. So Roddy Piper makes his way out to the entranceway, gets ready to give those pipes a big old blow. <laughs> nothing. 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 And that, that killed Roddy. He's like, dude, that's a pretty cruel thing to do to a guy. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> no, not nice Kill at all. Kill his career. That was basically it because Vince was so hepped up on, you know, if you can't make... And this was for Vince Sr., Ooh. who in the garden, yeah, that's, that's, his, that's his playground. That's you, the home. You don't mess around there. So that, that was a pretty rough story from Roddy Piper there. That would be uh, pretty bad, but unfortunately that was Rowan on Tuesday night. So I'm going to assume Reigns, you know, wins. I don't know if Drew McIntyre can't beat Reigns, then why am I going to think Eric Rowan will? Yeah. But, of course, it's no DQ, so you can never rule anything out. I mean, Shane did beat Reigns, remember. So anyways. And then we got, you know, Daniel Bryan, the X Factor, that can come in. and Yeah, so. Oh, we were in on it all along. <laughs> if there is a, uh, you know, victory for Rowan, then I guess it's going to have to be Daniel Bryan coming out to yep. pretty much reveal, yep, he was the mastermind. And then we get some kind of tag match out of it. Screw the tag. We go inside the cell. <laughs> With all three of them? Uh, no, Rowan can go outside the cell. <laughs> you think, okay. You think Rowan's going to be taken out of this story now? Yeah, I don't care. I don't think he's I mean, a, he's, he's the Rikishi in the Triple H Stone Cold story. Right, right, right. But I mean, I can see him as being Brian's enforcer like he has been. And so now moving forward, if Brian, you know, does cause the disqualification and stuff like that, then we could set up some hot tag like okay, so Seth is going against who for the Universal Braun? 
So, I mean, we got this draft coming up that they're talking about. We could see, you know. So, yeah, who wouldn't Roman Reigns even take with? Maybe Brian or The Fiend or, I don't know, Luke Harper. I don't know who they all are. Ooh, I didn't even think about Luke Harper. I don't think he's gone. <laughs> I know, but think about that, though. Well, you got Rowan. I got Luke. What do you got? Yeah. And then we could just tear the place apart. I just want Reigns and Brian to go at it enough. Hashtag this. bring back Luke Harper. <laughs> I think they've been doing that for months. Need it, to. It ain't happened. So you're picking Reigns? Gotta. I mean, it, it, that's the only thing that makes sense. Unless, you know, there's some hinky... Yeah. Hinky thing going on. Some hinky thing. Um, So up next, we're going to talk about what I think should actually close the show as my main event. It is the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Becky Lynch. Becky and Sasha. Sasha Banks. Going old school. Yeah. I mean, we're talking old NXT before I was dyeing my hair type stuff. (laughs) You know, Sasha Banks' natural hair color might have actually been present. Uh, You mean it's not blue? (laughs) No? Okay. So who are you picking in this? Um... Okay, so I have a theory. Do you want me to talk I, about my theory? Do you? I, our theory might line up in this case. Um, really? I don't think so. No, you always have to be the devil's advocate. So I'll, why don't you? You seem bre- yeah, like beaming to go at this. So why don't you go for it? <laughs> All right. Are we assuming it's going to be a non-finish? Is that what we're getting at here? No. Okay. Well, here's my theory. It kind of goes into the other match, obviously, is Bailey and Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's yep. Championship, which, again, is in Charlotte, right. North Carolina. So um, my theory banks on ha. banks on an, horrible. another superstar <laughs> shakeup happening. Right. Becky <clears throat> and Seth would have yep. to be on the same show, right? Yep. Okay. In theory. In theory. So obviously that would be raw and that would in turn mean... Oh, really? Well, yeah. So that would in turn mean Becky keeps the Raw title on Raw. And then Sasha can join her new buddy Bailey on SmackDown and run that side. No? Have you been paying attention to any social media in the last couple of days? I don't follow any single wrestler. So, uh, not wrestler. Um, just in, gen- in wrestling news in general. No, I haven't. So What's there up? have been some leaked... Um, from football games, they've been advertising Fox on SmackDown or SmackDown on Fox. Oh yeah, I've seen some. Forefront of the advertisement is Becky Lynch. Oh gosh. So, my theory. Yeah, and the commercial is Rock Stone Cold Undertaker. Like, I mean, it's a, well, there's going to be a reunion show that they're talking, you know, for the 20th anniversary. I that's mean, true. Obviously, Rock has to be there for that. It's his show. I would <laughs> hope so. But um, so I foresee. Uh-oh. Potentially Becky losing the title. Whoa. Perhaps because of Bailey, who then she gets drafted over to SmackDown and makes a run and basically resumes her place at the top of the heap just on SmackDown. Because Fox paying a billion dollars, they're gonna get whatever they want. You know? Well, USA is also paying a billion. Yeah, but she's been there. And how much are they clamoring for Becky on USA as opposed to Fox where, you know, you don't want to see Becky and Lacey Evans again? No. <laughs> or really Nat- Natty? <laughs> I can see that. They, they put oh, on gosh, good matches. No. <laughs> Please no. So you're saying Sasha wins the title, stays I'm, on Raw? I'm almost feeling that Sasha, yeah, is going to win this one. I think there's going to be some, again, hinky stuff, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with a non-finish, and then just I would almost just throw all four women in the cell next month, just make it, you know, It'd all be great. Them. I mean, oh, that would be killer just to see the four horsemen explode like that. 
Yeah. Um, sorry, Rick. <laughs> sorry, Rick. The man. So anyways, um, Sasha Banks, if she's going to win the title, this is it. Like we talked about a few weeks ago, like they're not waiting around with, they're not messing right. around. She's back. She's in the top Yeah, she's feud. full time. She's doling out promos. She's got a character all about her. She's going for it. Yeah. And they're not slow building this. They're going right for Becky Lynch for Sasha. Right for it. You know, the biggest face, biggest heel. Right. They're going right for the title match. And I wouldn't be surprised one bit if they go right for the title match and the title switch because she is back. Yeah. I have to say, it's refreshing to see Sasha as a heel again. She does that part very well. Oh, yeah. And uh, I did actually see some tweets um, of, you know, her playing it up, you know, yeah. talking about Vince paying her and all this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. There's a chronicle where uh, on the network that's going to be airing um, where I think she actually delves into what happened at WrestleMania. I think they're going to oh, be playing. I think they're going to be playing into that. You know, this is her character now. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Do you know when that is? I don't even know. I think it's at the end of Clash of Champions. Oh, gosh. You know, I always try to match up the afterward special and the pay-per-view, yeah. and there really isn't a correlation. Like, you always think, oh, they're airing this on somebody. Well, that means they're going to win. There's right. there's never any there correlation. There never is, no. So if, if that's <clears> the thing. But, yeah, the whole thing with, you know, who ends up on what show, and then does Charlotte stay on SmackDown too? You know, so then what, yeah. Becky, you know, Sasha goes to Raw and she's alone and she's again. Alone. Yeah. And then, like, she, if you well, remember. Well, she could take on Alicia Fox and Natty and Lacey Evans. And uh, maybe Dana Brooke could get a. Uh, well, they, they're going to need a little bit more than that. <laughs> Sarah Logan. Sasha's not a miracle. Yeah, Sarah Logan, give her a chance. I mean. There's also Liv Morgan, who's uh, been rumored to be changing up her look and character. I thought she was SmackDown. But we got a draft coming up, buddy. <sighs> That's true. I don't know. We'll see if there's a draft, but yeah, this is the one where I could see it, but the only reason I would think Becky retains through a DQ or something yeah. is because of the Seth Rollins factor. Okay. But if Well, if Rollins loses the title, he could get drafted as well. That's not happening. Oh, yeah? I don't think so. So You know what they say in this business? I don't want to know never this. Never say never. Uh, never say never. So, um, yeah, Banks winning would make all the sense in the world to me. But, again, the Becky hang-up. So I would just say screw it, you know, just DQ and then throw him inside the cell. And then they can decide what to do after the whole Fox thing kind of shakes out. Yeah, but, but, you know, we're getting exclusive come come yeah. October. Yeah, we'll see. So it. whoever's on SmackDown is going to be on SmackDown, whoever's on Raw. So throwing the four of them in the cell isn't likely to Yeah, they could always just happen after. They could always just say, you know, the it starts the next day and then like that finishes up the current storylines, you know, and then it starts yeah. fresh then. But the So funny, we're going to start off our relationship with Fox by pulling every kind of swerve we can. All pr- right. Pretty much. Good. But here's the other factor. <laughs> you know what the November pay-per-view is? Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah. And you know they're going to invade each other's shows. So it's. Well, that's a good point. Too. Well, we're right back to it. Hey, wild card roll. Um. And then the Royal Rumble, and then everyone's flying all over, anyways. So yeah. that's why I don't know about any of this. But I mean, Rollins and Becky will probably travel together. So I would just assume whether she's the champion or not, she'll probably stay on the same show. But anyway. I, w- I would imagine that they have like future events already planned, like scheduled, right? Oh, yeah. So like the idea of running, you know, a show and. Two shows, like Monday, you're in Norfolk. Tuesday, you're in Norfolk. And then both shows travel together, basically. Like, what's so wrong with that? Yeah, we could see how that all goes, I guess. I mean, I know that... Not feeling it? No, but I would say that they probably want to be on the same show, right? Right. Well, I mean, even if... (laughs) Even if it's, you know, same city. You can still travel together. Why do you got to be on the same show? Maybe if you're on different shows, then everybody can get a spotlight. 
then we can't have them tagging up anymore. I might actually watch both shows. <laughs> we won't want that now. But anyway, so we have Raw's The Miz versus SmackDown <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental. <laughs> yeah. You know, wild card rule. <laughs> wild, yeah, totally wild, wild. At least I think Miz is Raw, right? Pretty sure he went there and I said it was a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right about that. Right. I think he's actually been on SmackDown <laughs> more than he's been on Raw since he got drafted to Raw. Yeah, and Reigns was the big SmackDown move. And then and has been on Raw more. Missed three weeks in a row. And then, right. All right, so uh, Nakamura retains, he's yes? Gotta. I mean, really? again, there's no point. Okay, I will... Unless we're moving the title to to SmackDown, in which case then the U.S. title has to move over. Well, you know. Nakamura is on SmackDown. I mean, you know what I mean. The Moving the Intercontinental to Raw, then AJ's got to send the U.S. title to SmackDown. So, I mean... Yeah, that's one I wouldn't be surprised. If AJ does just move right back to SmackDown. I mean, he was good there. I mean, Mysterio definitely should. But that's, we got the OC there. I mean, he can't move oh, them yet. Oh, right, yeah, the OC. So, um... My only hold up on the Miz is if they are going to Fox, you're going to want the, you know, the media, the, the whole A-lister. Yeah, yeah, the A-lister, yeah. the media guy, the Miz, you know, and, and it misses. always looks good with the title belt and the whole well, I wouldn't go that far. I'm the Intercontinental right. Champion and I think they mentioned he's like a 9-time or 10-time or something. Uh it would be the ninth if he wins. And then also I believe he's like a month away from setting the longest like streak of time holding the title. Oh really? So they can always get to this later in his career. I mean, he's however old, so they don't have to do this now, but it's just something to kind of look up for, like John Cena with his title wins. Yeah. You know, they can always get to it whenever if they wanted to. So that would be my only thing. But otherwise, I'd I say know, Nakamura. Time's running out for John breaking the record. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, he's got a new movie now. so um, He's got stuff to do. I think Nakamura wins because of Sami Zayn, but yeah. I mentioned this in my 411mania.com column. Cheap plug. Cheap plug. I mentioned this, but uh, Undertaker chokeslammed Sami Zayn oh, in yeah. the Took opening. Oh, yeah, right out. Not even two minutes later from commercial break was Nakamura sitting at ringside on commentary. Not yeah. Not a care in the world for Sami Zayn. Couldn't just care less, yeah. Not even speaking English. Not a care in the world for his buddy just getting demolished. <laughs> Bye-bye. So is that thing already done, or does Nakamura just not know what's going on? Or does he just not care? He doesn't hey, care. Hey, that's your thing, man. <laughs> I mean, I would have liked Nakamura to come and stare down Undertaker. Now, that would be cool. Can you imagine Nakamura and Undertaker? I mean... If Undertaker was in his prime, taking on Nakamura in his prime... That'd be something. Oh, wow. Or Nakamura in his prime, or Undertaker in his prime, or both I just, of them. I just said that. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just rambling. So I'm going to pick Nakamura. If Sami Zayn comes out, great. If Miz wins, I would not be, you know, I wouldn't be shocked one bit. And then that moves him back to SmackDown, and then we can have more matches against Shane McMahon. Ooh. Miz and Shane, he finally gets his revenge nine months later. Garbage. No, you don't like that idea. I don't like Shane. <laughs> Shane. Yeah. All right. So New Day. Speaking of don't like it's New Day. SmackDown tag champs uh, yep. against the Revival. Is this another wild card rule? I'm pretty sure uh, Revival are raw. Apparently, yeah. Um, I would. You know, I'm going to be rooting for revival, so we can actually get something going on with this tag division. But right. I'm sure the pancake power will prevail. Well, we haven't seen Xavier and Big E for a while, haven't they? Been like Xavier is injured. No wonder the shows have been so good. <laughs> Man, right. you got to crap uh, on the new day every chance you what? get. <laughs> I'd like the tag division to do something, not throw pancakes around. Pancakes so, are great. Pancakes I make are fantastic great. Fantastic pancakes. Yes, Holly made pancakes the other night, and oh, take a shot. man, take a shot. Oh, man, they were good. What kind were they? I have no idea. I let her do her thing and yeah. sat there and waited. Was there, was there fruit? 
Mm. No, nice. but we uh, actually, you know what? We may have had strawberries so on the side. Strawberries on the side. Ooh. Yeah, I don't really like mixing. I put the syrup on, but you know, I don't like oh, all dude. the crap and the powder. Dude, and the... I, I make an amazing cranberry pecan pancake. <sighs> I don't like cranberries, though. Then you're a sad, sad human <laughs> being. How do you live? <laughs> I made awesome blueberry pancakes not too long ago. I don't like blueberries. <laughs> I made apple pancakes last week. I don't like I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Jeez, All right. He so works at a I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm no, kidding. Works in a deli and doesn't like food. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like apples. I just got apples. So how about them apples? How about them apples? So how about them new day? Are they retaining? Uh I think you're right. It kind of just doesn't feel like there's really a, a point to this match. There's, I mean, there's been a little bit of a story where the whole Randy Orton thing and Kofi and whatnot, I guess they could, you know, use that to play it up. But I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually do like how this feud is kind of a double-decker where the tag teams are feuding and then also right. the top guards are yeah, in the, the main singles, event. Yeah. So I do like that part. So up next we have the Cruiserweight Championship. Who? Um, it's a triple threat match. Who? Um, the champion, Drew Gulak. Hey, nice job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I almost got it right. You did it. No, you got it right. You just um, hesitated a little bit. He's uh, facing Lince Dorado, Lince Dorado. Okay. And a guy who I'm going to butcher his name, but Humberto. Humberto. Carrillo. I, I'd have to see how his last C A R R I L L O. Carrillo. Sure. Anyways. Um, um, okay, so the H is silent. Carrillo. All, all vowels are there. Carlito. No. All vowels are their long sounds, so a U is U. Humberto Brennis, all you can eat. Humberto. No. Chomp, chomp. All right. So I have no Humberto. idea what I'm talking about anymore. Drew, uh, Drew's going to retain, right? Mm, I don't know. I could see Lindsay getting it. That'd really? Cool. Why not? That would be cool if, um, I mean, Grand Metalik <clears throat> was on uh, his own on Raw against Mysterio. And was awesome. So maybe I was, they're kind of. I actually put the phone down for that match. I was excited for a little lucha. Yeah, maybe all these guys now are splitting up with the lucha house party crap. But I like how um, yeah, I like I how they did the, the house party thing. That, no, that just I didn't get it. Eh, I guess it didn't. It didn't. I mean, maybe it'd be fun in person, but like carrying a pinata around. Come on. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's like you guys around. are all like crazy, awesome, talented luchadors. Let's play up the luchador faction. Yeah, I mean, maybe they need some pancakes to throw around. But anyways, I'm going to go with Drew retaining. Um, I would like that, actually, Lindsay. I think that's cool. Yeah. That'd be a nice story. And, like, Grand Metalik getting some TV time, obviously right? Mysterio. I was kind of surprised. Like, that match was out of nowhere. But Yeah, out of nowhere. But like, why? Is this a Paul Heyman thing? Like, let the luchas go at it? Well, uh, I don't know what Grand Metalik did prior to WWE. I know he had a different name. He was finals in the Cruiserweight. Yeah, class. I remember that. But, I mean, before... He was basically WWE gave him the name Grand Metalik. There was another name for him, and he's like incredibly popular. I want to say it was AAA or was it Lucha Underground? I don't remember which. But um, I think didn't Ray do a bunch of AAA? I think Ray's done everything. Yeah, so I wouldn't doubt if they have like a past. You know, they've they've touched before in the ring. We're gonna look this up, and it's gonna be like not even close. <laughs> right? I don't know, but I I wouldn't. They they've seemed very familiar with each other. Is what I'm saying. Is like it looks like they've done that before. That's why I was super interested in that match because I I love watching Lucha Libre. Yeah, I thought I saw a joke on Twitter of um, uh, after the match they were gonna shake hands, <laughs> and then Grand Metalik was gonna attack Ray. Oh, and then unmask, and it would be Dominic. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Cl- clearly, we would have caught on if it was Dominic. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't think he can do any of that well, stuff. Well, and Grand Metalik had some hair coming out the back of his, his mask there. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on from our great cruiserweight Olé! championship discussion. Our in-depth look at the cruiserweights. I think this is the most time that we've ever dedicated to the cruiserweights. Well, the problem is Triple H had a few quotes a few days ago about 205 kind of either absolving. away. Yeah, kind of joining NXT or kind of figuring out what the heck they're going to do with it. Yeah. I mean, we got to keep the cruiserweight title, I hope. I mean, they used to be exclusive to Raw, remember that? Yeah, the cruiserweights. And then they were, you know, they changed the ropes to purple. Commercial breaks were extra long because they went around changing. As the they ropes. quick scrambled and then after the match took it right took back. them right back down. <laughs> Didn't we see them change it out? Like <laughs> we know. thought they would put the crew. I think you and I were. It was a pay per view and I went to. Oh, with and Jack they, Gallagher and yeah, um, they but they had around. a they had a cruiserweight match and then a couple of regular matches and then a cruiserweight match. So they had to do that like twice, and you just see these guys scrambling. It was insane. I think they just wasted their purple tape budget you think so yeah they ran out of maybe they stopped making that, that someone yelled tape. we're on the last roll yeah uh, uh, 205 oh, okay live. we're done <laughs> pack we're it done. in boys 205 live what an experience some guy like raises his hand can't we just order more no no no, no, no. <laughs> now we're done shut up you dude we're getting out of work get out of here all right so we have kofi kingston yeah. Against Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Obviously, they had their SummerSlam thing. I did right. not like the DQ finish, but of course, it's leading now to this to where this. we'll assume there's a finish. I'm going to say so. I'm pulling for Kofi on this one. Um, is there any stipulations that we know of on this one? I don't see one, which Nothing. makes me think maybe the cell is where it's actually going to end. The cell is where it's at. Well, all right. If that's the case and Kofi does win this one, then I don't think I'm going to pick Kofi in the cell. That would be sad. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to do it three times with the same result. Um, right. Here is my case for Orton winning. Oh, boy. But hmm. push here's comes... Here's why you're wrong no, by push... Justin Watry. <laughs> you need to write a book titled, Here's Why You're Wrong. Here's Why I'm Wrong. <laughs> no, why you're wrong. Well, here's why I'll be wrong. I'm going to go with Kofi. Yay. But like The Miz, there is a case to be made. Okay. So the case, case to be made would be why waste the time with SummerSlam to now get this match? If you're going to do Kofi retains, then he would have retained. It's kind of like Ricochet and the King of the Ring. If he was going to advance, he would have just beat Joe, not done what they did. They right. did the whole thing, and then it told me he wasn't winning. So that tells me that. Also, Randy Orton, he had been getting the better of Kofi, if you believe in the buildups. Right. Finally, this past Tuesday, obviously, the MSG moment they were trying to relive from November or October 2009, 10 years ago. Right. So Kofi got one up on Orton. If you believe in the someone stands tall and The next guy loses. I actually did a column on that looking, and again, there is no correlation. It just seems like it, but there isn't. The stats show it, so that wouldn't matter. But if you believe in that, Kofi did stand tall. Right. And the other choice, of course, comes down to... Fox, mm-hmm. if you're going to go with a champion and all this stuff and the company, who do they want front and center? 14-time world champion. Is it huh? their you know, homegrown, Randy Orton, blah, blah, blah. So, Would that be his 14th? 
I don't know what he's up to. Is it's it? either 13 or 14. I was going to say 13 or 14. I could be wrong. I'm almost certain it's it would be 14 if he would. Yeah, it's certainly up there. And I like how he actually re, re, uh, retaliated in his promo and was like, oh, Kofi, you had a moment 10 years ago. And then Orton's right. like, great. Here's I, what I, I've done. Yeah, main event in Mania, won two Rumbles and X-Time champion. Yeah. But, you know, great moment in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, but, you know, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Nicely done. Um, so this may play into what the Revival do. I'm assuming they still have the connection with Orton. So. Right. Like you said, I'm going to assume Kofi retains, but again, then it's like, okay, now what? You know, who's he go after next? I could mention... Oh, uh, six-man hell in a cell. I could mention a certain beast that will be at the <sighs> SmackDown in two weeks, but I won't. I won't say his name. But six-man, that would be cool in the cell, and that would definitely continue it. Can't um, Vince just pay him off and get him out of there? Who, Kofi? No. <laughs> All right, so yeah. I'm going to say Kofi, but... If it happens, it happens. I wouldn't be shocked one bit, and there yeah. would be logic behind it. So, you moving. Think Brock's taking Kofi out, huh? I'm not saying anything. Nah, so, moving on. Gonna we're going to talk about the tag titles. Remember the tag titles on it's, Raw? You know, it's the same reason why I don't like Autumn because <laughs> of what comes after it. Like, Autumn is a gorgeous season. It gets nice and oh, cool. Oh, yeah, I love and all fall. That, but it sucks. Because as soon as autumn is done, we get the hell that is winter in Wisconsin. <laughs> and Wow, we're using H E double hockey. Oh yeah, because that's what winter is here. So that this oh that's gonna I'm gonna hate this now because I just know that Brock is waiting to take Kofi's title. No, but I'm just saying, you know, it's like football. It's like, oh man, football and then in a month you're like, Oh wait, it's gonna be like five degrees outside. Yeah, right. <laughs> High um, school. Sorry, I'm sorry for derailing the podcast again. That's what it, that's what I'm here for. So uh, Rollins and Braun, they are tag champs, which definitely surprised me when they won it. I thought for sure, you know, oh, they would just turn on each other on Raw and then. Right. But nope, they won the tag titles. Yes, And they did. Rollins has a thing for double champ, but they are facing none other than Mr. Is it Robert Roode now? Bobby Roode? Hey, he's Robert. Robert Roode and Dignified. Dolph Ziggler. He's hanging around. Dolphert. <laughs> Dolphert Ziggler. Dolphert, Dolph Roode and Robert Ziggler. So. <laughs> Uh, new champs, or do the somehow... Oh, uh, boy. I mean, I can't see Braun and Seth holding it for an extended period of time. No. So you almost have to think that there's going to be some type of division to build up the t the singles match that will immediately follow, do you think? <sighs> see, I don't know. The way uh, Ziggler and Rude were talking is that... Um, the universal title match would be first, and then the tag match would be later. That would lead to some interesting chemistry. That would make no sense to me, but Hi, again, you just kicked the crap out of me one yeah, to the other. Now let's team up. Now let's be friends. And uh, it it wouldn't be too bad if Becky and Sasha main events, which I would have at main event. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it wouldn't really matter, I guess, too much on the order there. But here's my uh, thought. The only way Rollins and Braun, first of all, if they're quote-unquote the main event for the top title, um, neither one of them should be losing then. Right. That makes no sense. Exactly. The only way it would make sense is if Braun literally just, you know, slams Seth, you know, crushes him, destroys him, all these things, and then gives an interview on his way back. I don't care about these tag titles. All I wanted in the first place was a universal, and then he'll say, see you later, champ. Yeah. As Rollins is there, you know, comes out the tape ribs later and the whole shindig and, you know, gets the weasel win. But that'd get the tag titles off him, and it would, quote, unquote, protect Rollins because, you know, Rude and Ziggler aren't going to win clean. No, no, no. no. They've got to be the heel tag. So I don't know how this ends up, but like you said, regardless of if they retain or not, they're not going to be champs for long. Right. Um, I think that uh, 
Robert Roode has the liking of Paul Heyman as well, so I could see him getting, you know, him and Dolph getting a a tag run. That that could be interesting. I mean, it would lend some. Yeah, I could see that, and you interesting know, interesting chemistry of the tag division. Yeah, and again, it's uh, the whole Chad Gable thing. Well, why was he in the tournament in the first place? Well, now we're seeing it. And why would Robert and Ziggler, you know, out of the blue, have a right. partnership? Well, does anybody know how Nicholas is doing? Did he do well in school? <laughs> is, he, is is he on call in case Braun needs him? School just started for him, right? Yeah, I think so. Maybe you should uh, text your buddy John. I should. I wish I had his number. <laughs> I had his fingerprints on my phone at one point, but that was it. By the way, there's a funny interview where Corbin after Raw was celebrating, and then John Cohn walked by, and he's like, yeah, keep walking. Yeah. You're not screwing me this time. <laughs> and John Cohn just shook his head and kept yeah. walking. I like that guy. He's awesome. So Stack, too. He oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So um, universal title match, then. It's yeah. Rollins and Braun. Yeah, so it is. are we going Rollins? Um, I mean, it makes sense. Like, I can see them keeping it on him. I, I would like to see Braun win at some point. I'd like to see him with a, a singles title. At some point. At some point. I don't know if tonight is the night, but... Uh, no, I don't think it is. I think Rollins is going to win, and not that it matters, but there have already been promos of Rollins versus The Fiend yeah, inside the South. I've seen that, and there's also been live events advertised where... You know, like dark matches and stuff like that. Yeah, and those don't always matter, but, you know, The Fiend did talk about it on the Firefly Funhouse, or Bray Wyatt did. And I don't think they do a triple threat. I know they could play up the whole Braun history with Bray and all that, but I don't really care to see that. I'm all for Rollins versus Fiend one-on-one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad that we're friends, and this is a friendship that will never, ever end. Never, ever end. So we have the last match, which I don't think will main event. I could actually see this opening the show, but Bailey versus Charlotte. Yeah. Obviously, the key here is Bailey has a new attitude, which is yep. awesome, and the show is in Charlotte. So yeah. I'm thinking she's going to get one up on Charlotte. Bailey's going to win. I think so. I think in some type of hinky fashion, maybe Sasha comes into play again, playing into the whole story of Sasha, Becky, Charlotte, Bailey. Yeah. I definitely think Bailey's taking it home, though. I'm picking Bailey, and it has nothing to do with her hometown, but I actually thought coming out of SummerSlam, Charlotte was going to beat Trish. Right. Bailey would beat Ember Moon, and then Charlotte would beat Bailey. But I'm flipping on it because of Bailey's new attitude. I got a new attitude. And again, if you believe in it, Charlotte did pin Bailey on Raw. You That's know, true. She already, yep. she already yep. beat her, so now so it's, it's going to be a thing. So I think um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Bailey. Uh, not too confident, but like I said, I think these two women matches are going to be combined. So in my head, I'm thinking, you know, Bailey and Sasha as champs, right. and they could literally stand over the division and say, "Screw the tag titles, we're the champs." I could see it. You know? Absolutely. So then again, that's though, good storytelling right there. So it's again, where does Charlotte go? Does she stay on SmackDown with Andrade and her situation? Does Becky stick on Raw then with Rollins? Because I don't think Rollins is going anywhere. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm not, you know, too jacked about this pay per view. Honestly, again, it feels like a lot of title matches are just kind of thrown out there, and the yeah. champs will retain. But the Kofi situation, I could see that. The tag title situation with Braun and Rollins teaming. And then I think the four horsewomen, I think it's super cool that they're basically like the main events of the show. Yeah, I think that's going to lead the night. You know, that's going to be the main talk coming out of it is going to be what the women are doing. Yeah, I could see, um, you know, it opening and then uh, Becky and Sasha. Closing. 
closing it and then kind of bring it off full circle. And I mean, with the cell coming up, I wouldn't be surprised one bit if there is a giant, you know, fatal four way or just all four of them going at each other, regardless of how the brands are split up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So any uh, closing thoughts before we move on from the pay-per-view? Oh, okay. Let's I, just go. <laughs> my closing thoughts are it feels like a B-level pay-per-view. Yeah, absolutely. It does. And when Reigns versus Rowan is on the card, it definitely feels like a B-level right, pay-per-view. Right. And uh, up next is a sell then. So we will discuss that when the time comes. But we are going to move on here real quickly. We had the King of the Ring uh, semifinals. How about that? In huh? Madison Square Garden. We'll talk SmackDown first. So Elias apparently, what, broke his ankle or broke, something? Uh, something with his ankle, yeah. Something with his ankle. I don't think we were picking him to win regardless. So No, we were going to—I think we were having Gable go. I don't think—you um, know, I don't think it really altered plans, honestly, too much outside of him sitting on his guitar and, you know, playing and, you know, having a match for five minutes. So I don't think it really mattered, but— Talented guitar player, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I think uh, Chad Gable. <laughs> what a match. I mean, he pulled it out, right? He defeated Shane not once yeah, but, but twice. twice. Kevin made Owens. The, made the guy tap out. Yeah, who uh, then uh, Shane ended up firing Kevin Owens, but again, they've fought in the cell before. We will talk about that a different oh, time, not today. I got to look it up, but uh, Owens tweeted something. Oh, okay. So um, I think he was talking about his cats or something. I don't know. But anyways, um, so Chad Gable, the, I saw a few, uh, you know, as usual, some complaints about Shane McMahon. Oh, of course it was Shane. Shane's back and on TV and all this stuff, and you know, they couldn't put someone else in there. They couldn't have a battle royal. It had to be Shane. Yeah. Well, in case anyone actually watched the match, I mean, Gable beat him in like 10 seconds with a suplex. Yep. Which was awesome. I mean, it was a little bit of a fast count, but. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, Owens tweeted after that evening, 14, 24, 20. So the 14th letter of the alphabet <laughs> is N. The 24th letter of the alphabet is X. Uh-oh. The 20th letter of the alphabet is T. Are we talking Owens or Gable here? Owens. <laughs> okay, so Gable gets overshadowed again. So anyways... Um, I'm just saying that's what he tweeted that No, night. I don't think it'll happen, obviously. And yes, they got two more cats. I think... <laughs> two more. Yes. I think um, I think he'll come back and battle Shane, but would we really be opposed to him going to NXT? Especially on the debut Owens? of the live? I think that'd be awesome. I think it'd be great to see Owens on it. I mean, he killed it there i think um a lot of people i mean cesaro i think uh kathy kelly even said she's requested to go back to nxt wow. and they said no but i wouldn't be surprised one bit if owens i mean assuming he keeps his you know main event main roster payday but i'd right, be right. surprised if hey put me in owens and he's best buds with adam cole and they you know they live right there in florida so it's not like anybody's got to go anywhere Right, so it wouldn't shock me one bit if he pops up on i don't know october 2nd maybe on the live two-hour uh you know, but we'll talk about NXT in a little bit. But right. anyways. Shane tapped out. So I was saying, yeah, not only did he beat him, fast count or not, but guess how the main event of SmackDown ended? Shane McMahon tapping out. Yeah. That, that was clean. There was no ifs, ands, or buts on that. And, like, exclaiming, you know, Kevin Owens saying, I, I tried, yeah. man. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Um, so Shane doing that for Gable when Shane was beating Roman Reigns and Miz earlier in the year. Right. You know, that tells me more for Gable than anything, so I don't get any complaints. Would it really mattered if he beat some other random heel? You know, I don't think it would have mattered too much, but him beating Shane like that, even with the Owens involvement. It was, was kind of nice to see Shane McMahon beat Red tapping out. <laughs> <laughs> He's always beat Red. Exactly, but this time he was tapping out. This time he was tapping out. So I thought that was actually cool. So um, on the Raw side, Raw. 
It was a triple threat. So both yeah. of these semifinals was kind of a little wonky, like not how it was supposed to go. But anyways. But you totally called it. Uh, so Ricochet, Samoa Joe, Baron Corbin. Yes, Baron Corbin won. So yeah. we're getting Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable. What we do should you... rewind to last week just to hear you like completely call exactly how it was going to end. I mean, you nailed it well, all the way down to the finish. Ricochet, yeah, hits his top rope move. Everyone goes nuts. Yep. He thought he was going to do it. And then here comes little weasel. Baron Corbin wins. And, of course, everyone's going nuts. And oh, how little. did he? And no. <laughs> Um, so Ricochet does not get pinned. Same with the Joe yep. little draw, whatever crap they did. And right. Ricochet doesn't lose here. It was Joe. So poor Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, poor Samoa Joe. But, but I we've mean, said that for a year now. It was yeah, it was a good finish though. I thought it was a very good finish. It was very clever. That was the way to go with the week before where you could see the double pin. He kind of told you what was happening with Ricochet not losing. And Baron Corbin now Chad Gable. Uh, surprise to me, the finals will be on Raw. Yeah, what happened there? Uh, they they said it was going to be on Raw, and then as they were saying that, their social media was saying it was going to be Clash of Champions. So, um, somebody needs to talk to somebody. Do they need to have a? And you wonder why I don't follow any of these. Right? I think what they need to have a communication guru come in and. Okay, this is how we talk. I'm gonna just assume that I think Pick Clash of Champions phone. has like 11 matches. Yeah. And, I mean, they were all title, but Reigns and Rowan. I'm going to guess, like, they probably just went so with you that. cut Reigns and Rowan, put that on SmackDown, and put the, I don't know. Or just skip the whole Rowan part and get the Daniel Bryan just going. Just jump right to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, we finally arrived at the finals. We've talked about this every week, and every week you've switched. I think last yeah. week you even went with Ricochet again because of his Twitter name. Yeah, yeah, I went with Ricochet. Yep, that was my pick. And, and I again. said, sorry, I think Baron's winning. So I think each week you went with Drew, and then I think we talked to Andrade one No, week. I only went with Drew that first week because oh, right. he was only in it for that first week. <laughs> That's right, and now he's out having surgery Surgery, or so wonderful. Um, I That's why I don't bet on this kind of stuff. I don't do March Madness. I don't do any of that. No, but it's if you had horrible. to bet, Monday night. Well, I mean, who you got? I'd like to see Gable win it, obviously. Who you got? But it's probably going to be Baron Corbin oh. because everybody hates him, and he's just going to play it up. And King when he Corbin. does, when he does eventually get beat, it's going to be awesome. But they're going to make him the most hated man that they can possibly make him before he actually gets it. Just like they did with Roddy Piper, you know, a lot of people tuned in to see Hulk Hogan on that WrestleMania one, but a lot more people tuned in to see Roddy Piper get beat. So, I mean, I, I don't know. The heel sells it. Has, you know, you got King Corbin. It, it's tailor made for his personality, for his character. I mean, he was a former GM constable, whatever you want to call it. He's going to, he's <laughs> never going to let you forget it. No. He's going to continue to look like a waiter as much as he possibly can. <clears throat> it's just it just plays into his character perfectly. Um I will also mention he was a money in the bank winner, you know. Yeah, not, where's not, his briefcase? Not that he did amazing. Uh yeah. Where where did it go? Uh it, you know, How lost, did it work out for him? He lost it at the steakhouse. Yeah, so anyways, so. Jericho at it. So um <laughs> So, obviously, there's, you know, been that going for a while. He retired Kurt Angle. He just had a feud in the main event with Seth Rollins for yep. two or three months. So, I mean, all this is there. And I will quickly point out the tournament, uh, the matches have been good. So, you know, the Corbin excuse he, of all this and that, well, I don't know. I've been enjoying the matches. 
Yeah, I can't deny you on that one. He has been putting in some good work, I'll have to admit. And I know Ricochet and Joe will probably get all the credit because they're the internet fans and all that, but, you know, Corbin's in there too. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're in there, you're part of it. So Even the Cedric, and I don't know, I've been enjoying the matches and the tournament and everything. I would have never guessed Baron Corbin and Chad Gable. Yeah, that was kind of out of nowhere. So it's kind of crunch time now with a pick. I think everyone's kind of going to be rooting for Gable. Right, but, but deep down we know. <laughs> Deep down, we know it's. It's. I think it's Corbin's. Yeah, I, I don't know. I am not gonna make. Yes, a you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I know nothing. So you know. I know nothing. You so know. we're gonna jump over to a Twitter topic you real know. quick. Um, you know AEW. AEW. <laughs> AEW. Uh, we don't. Uh, I don't think we have a topic on them this week, but thankfully we do now because Mister Lightbulb Man has a bright idea for us. He says to talk about. Oh, boy. Um, the poor ticket sales for full gear. Well, I mean, we only have, you know, what's announced for it. Well, Cody and Jericho, which okay. we broke last week on the right. show. So, I mean, we all knew it was going to taper off at some point. Is this a non-story or something maybe to watch out for in the coming months? I think that people are making too big of a deal of it right now. Um, You know, moving into... The autumn, winter season, you know, people are, you know, we're animals. You know, they, I mean, seriously, we're <laughs> I animals. I think it's in Baltimore, isn't and it? And so when we get, you know, to this lev- this part of the year, even if we're all about going out and doing stuff, innately we're kind of like, okay, maybe we shouldn't make this trip. Maybe we shouldn't, you know, this these kind of things can happen. You start kind of gearing towards more of the hunkering down than outgoing. Summer is the time to take trips and go wild and do all this stuff. Winter, you're more, you know, you're doing the grind and just – Waking wave till spring. So, I mean, people could be taking their time traveling, you know, and deciding what traveling plans they really want to take. I know that guy in the green shirt keeps showing up at every single <laughs> WWE event. Are you saying nobody wants to go to Baltimore on November well, 9th, Saturday night? Hey, that's my sister's birthday. For another StarCast, another weekend of... You know what I found out? Chris Jericho and my sister are born on the exact same day, the exact same year. How about that? They're the same age and all that. There you go. Crazy. Just call her Jericho then. No. She'll, she'll love that. No, my sister's a wonderful person. I would never want to insult all her right. like that. We love her. We love her. <laughs> Hi, Gina. Yeah. We would never She would insult. never listen to this. Oh, uh, <laughs> If you tell her she's on, she would. No, she wouldn't. Oh, she yeah. hates wrestling. Wow. Does yeah. she hate you, though? No. Well, then no, there you good. go. <laughs> it's for you, not for the topic. Right. All right. So, um. Don't think she wants to hear me drone on. <laughs> I do. So, um, full gear. I'm not going to make a big deal about this. Not you know, yet. The ticket sales are what they are, whatever. They're not going to have first-day sellouts and announce it. 30 minutes, you know, right, that right. wasn't going to happen. We we, uh, we knew that going in. And there wasn't a whole big hype. I mean, All Out had the big hype of returning to Chicago after All In. Double or Nothing was the first AEW pay-per-view. Yep. There was a lot of big, big hype surrounding these. So this one, they haven't really said, oh, my God, this whole craziness is going on. You got to get it now. Now, if it comes to be a week out and there's still unsold tickets, then you make something out of that. That's a story. Yeah, and again, I mentioned it, but no offense to Baltimore, but you know that's not Las Vegas and not Chicago, where you know New maybe York people want to go there, yeah. right? So yeah, I'm not going to make a big deal about it, or Orlando for WrestleMania 33 that I went to. So I'm not going to make a big deal In about your jumpsuit, <laughs> nonetheless. My jumpsuit. Um, so I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. 
Um, but it is a story to watch for because also their um, a few of their TV taping announcements also are not exactly doing what they've probably been expecting. You know, not at the elite level of ticket sales. So what? <laughs> puns. You and your puns. I have no puns. So. I'm not going to, like, you know, freak out about it or anything, whatever. It was expected. That's just kind of how it's going to go for yeah. AEW. Not every show is going to sell out 20,000, 10,000 seats. Right. You know? I mean, let's see how they build it up and what stories they decide to tell. That's what's going to be the deciding factor. That's what's going to make the sellouts happen is if you give us something to actually want to show up for. Yeah, and, I mean, it was even smart because NXT announced a partnership with Full Sail. They're not taking their show each week traveling. They're, right. They're going to stay in full sale, and you know what they're confident in? Not ticket sales. They're confident in their product. Right. I think that's actually a brilliant move on NXT, WWE's part, is keeping it at full sale. I love it, and yeah, in the beginning of the year, if they want to run a few, like, quote-unquote, super shows on Wednesday nights with yep. NXT, then okay, take it to an arena or a building or, right. you know, wherever for a cool little change-up. Or, you but, know, once or twice a year, like, they go over to London or, you know, they, they mix it up with the UK folks, you know, or something like that. You know, little little traveling here and there but for the most part you're stationary yeah i love it and it just speaks to okay they know they have a good show and they can you know and you can almost count on the crowd at that point too because you got the same flavor of fans so you know what's going to make them excited you know what's going to bring them down and you can tailor your show to that yeah the only i guess slight worry is if they do become eventually kind of spoiled and jaded they won't react like oh i saw that last week who cares Or, you know, the quote-unquote stars won't get the same reaction. Like, if they come to Milwaukee, it's like, I haven't seen this in a year. This is awesome. You cheer it. Versus, oh, he was just on last week. I just saw him. Yeah, or, yeah that's uh, true. You know, so. Um, you know, but also, I mean, they could do a poll of, like, who's actually attending these things. Is there a lot of the full-sale students? Uh, oh, yeah. Or, I, you know, because those change out every four years. Yeah, know? I think they have the... Um, you know, the information, obviously, on credit cards and stuff. And like you mentioned, Mr. Greenshirt, you know, I'm sure these are half regulars. I got to know that, who that guy is. I'm sure half are regulars. And uh, you whoever know. you are, if you listen to this, do contact me. I just I just want to know. Okay. How on earth? I didn't see him, but I saw I saw a different group. He in, was at Madison Square Garden. He I was saw, on for Raw. Yeah, I saw a different group, though, in Orlando. I literally walked right past them and didn't even say a word to them. I'm like, uh, no, no, thanks. And then also in Milwaukee, I want to say, I forgot who it was, but also one of the guys that you see every single week was standing at Will Call. Oh, really? And that gave me pause because, They you know, know somebody. Well, right. You know, they, they've all claimed they're fans. They pay for their own tickets. WWE has nothing to do with them. They're fans, so don't think that they're just getting freebies and all this stuff. Right. Well, I mean, it could be nothing, but yeah, he was standing at will call. So was he getting tickets or yeah. were, you know, tickets there waiting for him? Right, exactly. <laughs> but green shirt guy was Madison Square Garden, <laughs> front and center, at the hard camera. Like, he's there all the time I mean, wearing the same shirt, wearing the same hat. I mean, how do you, what do you do that you can be off of work, that you can follow around to every single <laughs> pay-per-view and those hard cam seats are not cheap. No, especially in Madison Square Garden. I mean, jeez. Got to be hundreds, if not thousands. I want to know what this guy did so I can copy it and maybe buy a house someday. But here's the deal, though. You go to 52 weeks a year, a couple thousand. You're talking in a few years a million dollars. Yeah. You can't tell me this is their own money. <laughs> no, I, I mean, unless he's that well off. And this is what he's doing with the same shirt? I mean, maybe that's how he saves his money is that he does, you know, saves on laundry or something. But I mean, <laughs> saves yeah. on quarters for laundry. The money that he spends for those tickets, if he's buying them, 
I could do so much with. Yeah, I uh, yeah, like I said, I walked past him and had zero desire to even talk to him. So that kind of tells you what I think. But speaking of NXT, oh, you're so harsh. We have uh, the first hour the next two weeks. The first hour will be on USA. Yep. And then the second hour will be on the WWE Network. And then obviously starting October second. What a coincidence. Yep. Two hours live on USA. It's a little confusing, but I think we understand it. So this week, uh, it's all because of suits, man. <laughs> not nothing to do with AEW at all. <laughs> so starting next week, here is the. That's um, a you know I think a pretty strong card at least. Um, let's start running it down here. Fatal Four Way for the number one contender spot: Candice LeRae, yeah, Io Shirai, yep, Bianca Belair, yep, and Mia Yim. Now I heard that if Rhea Ripley won her match, it was going to turn to a fatal five-way. Uh, Rhea Ripley, quote-unquote, technically lost. Um, she took the chair and just demolished Shayna Baszler ah, with it. Because okay, actually so. Baszler brought it in, and then her goons attacked. Right. And then the referee did nothing, and then she took the chair and was like, screw this, and just started swinging. So, I mean, people are saying, well, the ref, well, he's the one. But technically, I mean, DQ, so yeah. I don't think she'll All right. Well, it'll be cool to see Rhea when she's, you know, when they're ready for it, but uh, yeah, she dropped the UK title. I wouldn't be surprised if they are kind of. But Tony Storm's another one where it's just like one of those has got to do something more. Absolutely. Um, so we got what well, is EO, EO, Candace, Kansas, uh, Bianca, and yeah. Mia Yim. Oh boy, I think uh, Mia Yim no because she got her shot and right. obviously the crowd didn't I'm care. I'm kind of the same with Bianca. Bianca, eh, I don't know, but then the thing with Candace and EO is they kind of cancel each other out. Yeah. So I I'm, would. I'm gonna pull for Candace on this one. Really? Yeah. Not yeah. EO screwing her over. Or? Well, because then you're gonna have heel and heel. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm gonna just. I don't know. I could see Candace, and then maybe EO cost her the title match. That could be. Maybe. Yeah. Um, if anyone would win, I could. I don't know. Bianca. I guess they could go back to that. Mia Yim. Maybe. But we've done that. You know. Mia Yim. Maybe get one more match out of her. I mean, is Shayna gonna move up in the main roster or anything like that? I don't know. Oh, uh, Johnny Gargano has said that that phrase is dead now. Yeah, that's Nobody's the whole thing too. Up. Are they officially main roster now with the USA thing? I mean, it feels like it. But I mean, we're still gonna talk about. I can't yeah. wait for so and so to be on Raw. <laughs> Are we though? Because we're gonna see him on NXT. I mean, I see him on NXT regardless. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is not everybody has a network. So, you know, some that's people, true. when they move up, that's the first time some people are seeing it. Yeah, that's a good point because, you know, the network has one point, I think it was six or two million, wherever they top out at many each year. USA yep. Network's available in 90 million homes. Yeah, exactly. You go from one to two million to 90 million. Obviously, it's available homes, yeah. you know, so right, who's right. going to watch? But we'll get to that in a little bit. But I don't know. You, you're picking Candace? I'm picking Candace, yeah. It uh, just makes the most sense to me. I'll go with Candace. I'll leave it open, like you said, for a five-way if uh, somebody does want to pop up and right. kind of make a big surprise on the USA debut. I mean, why not? Why not? So we have the NXT Tag Team titles. We have the Undisputed Era, who yep. you know lost it to TakeOver, but won them a few weeks later anyways. Versus, because that's what we do here. That's what we do here. Versus the Street Profits. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming the champs retain. Yeah, I'm hoping so because I guess if we're going to pull for that uh, – you know, draped in gold story that yes. they've been talking, teasing, and they teasing said at the beginning teasing. of the year they will end the year as all champs. Yep, and we're getting close to the end of the year, so it's got to happen, Roddy. <laughs> Come on, Roddy. Um, I wrote about this in my other four one one mania dot com column this week. Cheap plug. Very cheap. Um, it's time for Street Profits to do something on Raw. <laughs> yeah, I actually read that column. 
It, whoa, you actually yeah, read a column. I, I did. Somebody read. All right, so it, it's got time. One. <laughs> we got one more than last week. So we got uh, Street Profits still standing around doing the promos. Doing nothing, really. I mean, I mean, it's living the life doing nothing, but right. I'm almost certain to get a little tired of it, though. Yeah, it's time. I mean, him hitting on the girls or whatever he said of, you know, so-and-so is, yeah. you know, him licking his lips, Angela Dawkins. Yeah, we're uh, we're approaching a little bit of Me Too there, so let's, uh, <laughs> we're let's, let's, a... let's stray from the... Yeah, comment down there a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah, I'm going to just say Street Profits lose, and I know Triple H said that they can do both, but you're live on Wednesdays each week right. in Florida. Where would Raw be? Are you going to travel and pay the exactly. jet, the private jet each week to go down to Florida? And then I don't know where they well, live. I mean, you know they would, but <laughs> they would. Um, so I don't even know if they li- where they live. Do they live in Florida? So I don't even know that. But then yeah. it's it, it seems like too much. A lot Screw of hassle. It. A lot of hassle for honestly the street profits. I don't know if they're worth all the hassle. Right. Let's just close this feud out and keep, yeah, and keep moving. Close on. the chapter. Call them up if you don't want to call the call up. Fine, whatever. But call them up. That's don't a lot. Call of it call- a comeback. Call it the call of the call up. So if you call Been it here the for years. I'll call it a call up and just go to Raw. I don't know who the tag champs will be at that point. Will it be Rude and Ziggler? Whatever. Have them come out. Get them yeah. in the ring. The crowd obviously would cheer for them. And you then know. LAX. And <laughs> wrong show. Wrong <laughs> oh, show. Whoops. Whoops. Wrong show on Wednesdays. Wouldn't All right. that be funny? So I'm going to pick on Disputed Era and yeah. uh, moving on. We have NXT North American title match. I believe this will be the in the first Velveteen hour. Dream. Is this the end of the dream, though? Well, I mean, if we're getting draped in gold, it's got to be. Is this going to be a dream turned into a nightmare? I don't know. I'm going to say yes. <sighs> I'm picking Roddy. Here is why you do it. You're going to bust out on USA Network. First yep. match, I'm going to guess, is Dream coming out, and then it's probably going to be an Undisputed Era little promo package of video of kind of yeah. explaining to new viewers what the heck, you What's know. What's going on. Right. you got to do a little introduction, which uh, SmackDown on Fox will also get a little intro video thing. Right, right. So I like that. Same with To AEW. all the normal people. <laughs> AEW also is going to air something Tuesday, which is what they originally wanted. Right. But they're going to get it, so I like that here. NXT is probably going to have a little intro thing, and then I think Dream's going to come out. That'll be the first thing that kind of hook. Dream. It's kind of going to hook viewers, Dream, and then I I don't know, do you just pull the title change? <laughs> I mean, I do. If we're if we're continuing this storyline, then, yeah, it's time to put – It's time. he's had it for a while, Velveteen Dream. Um, it's time to invigorate the storyline with him chasing to get it back or going after, you know, Adam Cole. Or going to Raw. But I'm going to say... Uh, or going to Raw. Or going to Raw. Or um, SmackDown. Or SmackDown. Can you or imagine him with Or to Fox? the lab and we can do an awesome interview. Or to the lab. What um What is Dream going to be wearing? I've been trying to think of this because uh, well, it's We're not a be... takeover. So, right. he, you know, he may not. But Strong burned down his love couch. Did you see this? No. Yeah, Strong, because, you know, Dream had been coming out cutting promos on this long, you know, casting couch type deal with two girls by his side. Oh, my. Yes. And then uh, Dream was in the ring, and then Strong came on the big screen and was like, you know, it all ends Wednesday, whatever, I'm taking your title. And then he zoomed out, and his couch was on fire, and Dream was freaking out. Like, Wow. Don't mess with his couch, but I don't well, know. Do you think he— I'm thinking uh, if he's on USA, I'm thinking all red, white, and blue, baby. <laughs> Oh boy, that that could be. I'm trying to think in USA. Does he come up with uh, Chris Lee's uh, the Chris Lee no best? Better not. 
or they're the, still they're still worried about him and tax evasion. He, he can't go anywhere. Yeah, he's had a apparently a video floating around of his family too. But I think he could almost come out in a suit, you know, for suits like, and then he rips off. Oh, there you go. I don't know. That could be. But it's not a takeover. So. <laughs> That's a good song. Um, so that'll be interesting. I think if you are looking to make an immediate impact, um, you do do the title. Yeah, change. you do something big. Yeah. But, you know, they could stretch it out again because if you remember, Pete Dunne was pinned not strong in the triple threat on TakeOver. So, right. again, why was that done? It's the same with Ricochet where I asked myself. And Anyways, yeah. so the fourth match we have, which will apparently air on the second hour of the WWE Network portion, um, Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane Street Fight. Street Fight. Yep. I think it's, um, you know, the next step in this feud that they kind of go at it, no rules. And as long as Bill Goldberg doesn't come out, I think Matt Riddle. <laughs> I think Riddle wins. I mean, but what a what a what a pop that would be on NXT. I mean, <laughs> they may boo Goldberg. They may. They, they want may. you know their guys. They don't know right. What. But I mean, that would definitely turn some eyes to the network for a little, or you know, to the network or USA to see if he pops up there. Or a certain Kevin Owens, or Ooh, even a Sami Zayn. Like you don't think he could thrive in NXT right oh, now? Oh yeah, or, he'd be great. Even a Shinsuke Nakamura run or well, he's Rusev and Lana. Maybe I mean, that's what they're going to do. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of guys, but again, we don't really want, you know, all main roster guys. That kind of defeats the purpose of NXT. Right. Is if, oh, hey, we're going to have Charlotte versus Becky. Well, you know, what about Mia? What about Candace? What about Io? What about yeah. Bianca? What about all these girls? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to them. Don't we'll worry. We'll get to them. You know, we're trying to draw viewers first. It's kind of right. like, uh, not really. So speaking of viewers, yeah, the only baseline we have is two years ago, it was a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. NXT aired on USA Network. It was during you know WWE week. You know if they're in the holidays, uh, holidays, the, yeah, they yeah. always air the week long crap. Um, I think it was like eight hundred and forty or fifty thousand viewers. I have no idea, but that's the only baseline. And obviously, it was a tape show, which I think even already had aired on the network the week before. Something they, okay. I know, it was something like that. But I think they did squeeze in some, you know, original footage. You know, always how they cheap, you know, a few little things. Right, but, right. So, what are we thinking viewership wise? Eight hundred and forty thousand. Uh, that's kind of the baseline. I mean, is that what we're shooting for? Or? I don't know, because that was obviously taped. NXT, I don't know, I wouldn't say it had the momentum it has now. I don't think it had the star power. It certainly doesn't have the USA Network three weeks build. This was kind of just chucked on there one night. Right, right. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I think for NXT and AEW, I'm almost thinking a million viewers. That's what Miz and uh, Stone Cold shows draw. Yeah, yeah. And I know it was that Friday night all-out preview, but AEW, I think, got like is like 300-some thousand viewers that night. But again, it was just chucked on there, and nobody really cared. Right. And it meant nothing. So I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to I want to say they should be shooting for a million viewers, and then from there maybe try to grow it and then announce even more for the October 2nd mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. two hours. I don't know. Is that what you're kind of thinking? I mean, you know, you want to see high numbers right off the bat, obviously. And I guess... I don't know a thing about television ratings and what's considered good and bad and all that. <laughs> well, when Miz and Stone Cold, they usually get like fourth or fifth or sixth or somewhere in that in their range. time slot. For the night. So, yeah. you know, if they get a million viewers and a good demo, you know, that'll... Uh, It'll at least, you know, lead into something. Yeah, I think that'll be like more than acceptable. And, you know, people are saying, well, NXT on USA, they're going to show Raw how it's done. Like, no. They're not going to be raw. No. They're not going to be SmackDown. They're not going anywhere near Their that. ring ropes are yellow. 
<laughs> you don't like yellow? No, I do. I'm just saying that's why they're not raw, because their ring ropes are yellow. Oh, right. Yeah. Raws are, what color are they now? Red. Are they red now? Or are white. They white? I don't know. I couldn't even I tell you. Honestly. I think. Lord, I'm lost. <laughs> Is this something we should quit Google? No. You sure? I, I don't care that much about it. I do. So now I'm I sure have to do. look. Well, we can't really post it up for our our listeners to see. So We can't? You tell me how to work video. I can do sound. That's about <laughs> all I got for you. You don't want to see what I record sometimes. No, so. I do not. You, <laughs> you may not want to see that. So I typed in YouTube WB Raw, and of course I can't find a single video from this week's Raw. Of course Raw. not. So, wait, hold on, hold on. There's oh, a video. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, it shows the entrance. All right, they're oh, red. They're I see red now. Bailey okay. is hitting Becky with a chair from two weeks ago, and I see red in the background. Those are red. All they right. might have been changed since. Oh, gosh. Check your, local, check your local listings. <laughs> check your 205 listings. All right, so. Uh, pink. Let's go back to pink. We got, oh, no. Isn't that October? It's coming. Oh, it's God. coming. <laughs> you jinxed it. So uh, the last topic of the night. So yeah. uh, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. Yeah. yeah. I I watched what you recommended to watch. And my that apologies. Is, that is 17 minutes of my life I will never get back. <laughs> I I just, I can't. 55, do you know what I could do with $5,500? Do A you lot. know how awesome this place would be? I'd probably stick it in the bank. That's what I would do with it. <laughs> Money in the bank. Money in the Show bank. Show me what you drank. That's what I would do with it, but that's boring, and nobody would really do that. But um, So my new story of the week, unfortunately there was not a new episode, so I can't bank off that material. Huh. Um, but his podcast has a separate channel, just their podcast channel. Okay. This was on the WWE Network or WWE channel, this is on their podcast channel. So um, they did an un- unboxing of a new action figure. Okay. It was this, a new Zack Ryder figure, of oh course. My. Except Complete uh, with bald spot? <laughs> I don't know. But um, Zack Ryder did not unbox it, and Kurt Hawkins did not unbox it. So who did? Chelsea did. Aww. But... Um, she did it in a bikini. I mean, if you want viewers. So that's what I was going to mention. This is like the cheapest ploy in the world. The of title course. is literally Chelsea unboxes Zack Ryder and then in, in parentheses is in a bikini. Yeah. Um, my wife does uh, some streaming on Twitch occasionally and we got friends that do that. And there are streamers that literally just do that. And I won't tell you what they're called because it might be a little vulgar for our general audience. But they're certain type of streamers that that is their whole ploy that is what draws people in and they make money yeah sit there in their underwear and play video games basically that's exactly it (sighs) that's unbelievable anyways but what country chelsea opened it i don't know if she was joking or what but she had no idea what anything was she was like what do i do with this she couldn't even open the box and you know zach was holding the camera he was like babe you gotta do this babe you gotta and then she opened it like with full force like i was about to say did she tear uh, into that she tore open the box good the for figure her. went flying across good for the... her and then zach's like babe you can't do that and then it like cuts out and comes back and she's like totally talking. ruined the collector value of it man <laughs> um so my story is um in the background of zach's like his little videos and stuff yeah he always has like his wall his okay. wall of all of his titles he's won. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Okay, so he's done that. The internet championship. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what that's got horrible. him popular. Um, 
But here is my, um, I'm turning this around, and I'm going to be praising Zach in about five seconds here, okay. so bear with me here. He's fun to make fun of, though. No, this is a praise. Yeah, but he is fun to make fun of. And his <laughs> fun bald to make spot. fun of, and his bald spot. Hey, I, I take a little offense to that myself. No, you don't. You're fine. I know. All right, so um, Zach has his Intercontinental, the tag titles, yep. you know, all that good stuff, and it's super cool, and obviously he's got his little shrine. You know, some people don't like that in their house. Some people do. Yeah. I mean, I don't honestly really care one way or the other if you do or not. But here is my now praise for Mr. Ryder. One of his titles Mm -hmm. just added Mm -hmm. was the Impact Knockouts Championship. I think I saw that. I was wondering which one that was. And, of course. That's Chelsea's. That is Chelsea's. Aww. So I don't know if she, she did it. She made it to the shrine. I don't know if she did it or he did it, but I thought that was very nice. Obviously, they're engaged, so, Aww. you know, he's, you know, whatever. That's very nice for It kind of makes a little warm spot in the middle of your heart. It does. It? I thought it was very nice, and I was looking, obviously, for a story to talk about with him this week, and that's uh, what I decided to do instead of the bikini <laughs> unboxing cheap ploy of whatever you know. they're calling it. And um, I looked in the comment section of uh, the video on YouTube, mm-hmm. and one of the comments was like, um, it was like, Zach, and then quotation mark, babe, I just spent 5500 on a <laughs> on a big boss action man. figure. And then Chelsea says, dot, 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 nothing. And then <laughs> Zach goes, babe, we need some money back. How about you <laughs> do a video in your bikini? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right to me. And then voila, there it is. There's your money back. <laughs> There's your fifty five hundred. Um so um that's for gonna one, for one figure, that, one figure that was broken. And he had a bunch, but he put them back. Um oh my. and it was broken. You're right. The nightstick yeah, didn't the nightstick even, didn't fit in his hand. And it said two Joe on the back. <laughs> and yeah. I, I like Joe? how Ryder's like, I don't care about Joe. I'm yeah. sorry. A little um, bit of acetone, take that right off. <laughs> and the rest of it. Um I like um I like how he always talks about giving the figures this wasn't on this episode but he talks about giving the figures a bath yeah to clean it up but when he talks about it they like show bubbles on the screen and like get all like love barry white music yeah be but, like barry white but he barry. always goes kurt you know what you got to do and then kurt's like don't do it and zach's like you know what you got to do and kurt's like don't do it and then zach's like you got to give a little bubble bath. You got to sit down. You got to get the candles on. <laughs> I can't get enough of your love, babe. All right. So that's going to be my Zack Ryder story be of the like week. Be like Barry White, baby. Be like Barry White. I do like Barry White. Barry White's awesome. I actually Rest got a case. CD of his like when I was like five or ten. Really? The greatest hits. I also listened to Whitney Houston when I was growing up at five or ten. Who didn't? Well, right. So, um, I want to dance. So I'm going to give a little teaser for next week. Uh Uh-oh, teaser. (laughs) So next week, we're obviously going to have a Clash of Champions. Uh, The show will be over. Yeah. We're obviously going to know a little bit about what NXT is going to kind of have planned for uh, the USA run, even though it'll only be an hour. But here's my real teaser. Are you ready for this? Nope. I have a big, bold proclamation, a big statement, a big uh, something. Oh, my. About Zack Ryder. What? So that may be a little too cryptic for some people, but I would suggest tuning in next week for my... I can't wait to stop this <laughs> podcast and get this. try to pull this information out of you. I'll tell you afterwards. Sweet. So, uh... I love that, being in the know. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. So, um, 
that is uh, that is my yeah. little teaser. So I do need to pay the bills here with some plugs. Pay them bills. So you are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcasting Network. You already know that. My columns are on 411mania.com. You can find all that great stuff there. You can find this podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and, of course, YouTube.com. You can find everything right there. Steve, how about you? Hey, folks. We have The Resonant Complex debut's debut album, North Avenue, is available now everywhere digital music is sold. You can find it on iTunes. You can stream it on Spotify. You can look at the videos on YouTube. And we also have TheResonantComplex.com, which has its own little streaming player. You can just press play and listen to the song of your choice. Go ahead, check it out, buy the record, and enjoy. And we're going to enjoy a little Resonant Complex right now. Woo, woo, woo. You know You know it. Know it. Faster than the speed of light 